How do you make co-working work? The way we work is constantly shifting and changing. Companies, entrepreneurs, and individuals are moving to co-working facilities. By 2022, over 5 million people will be working in co-working facilities. In this series, we're going to explore how to make co-working work for you. Hey guys, how's it going? We're here today with Sia Yasotornrat, the founder of Innovation Media Enterprise. All right, so, so Sia, thank you again for being a part of the show. Really appreciate you taking time out to meet with me. And I'm very interested in learning more about you and some of the things you're doing, things that your company's doing. All of it's phenomenal that from what I've read. And so I want to share part of your story with our audience also. So, so let's kind of jump into things this way. Kind of first, tell us a little bit about how you made that transition from being in sales, working for another company, to starting your own business, because that's that's a little bit of a leap, right? Yeah, it is. Uh, well, if you are, well, my very first job was actually working for the Disney Corporation. And so straight out of high school, and I learned a lot from them. Mm. And you learn a lot about uh, the customer experience. And I think it was a natural progression as I finished college um, to want to work with people. Right. Boy, was I foolish. <laughs> But uh, no, so uh, after working at Disney and, and understanding the customer experience and the value of leaving a positive impression, uh, I thought sales was a natural progression and I fell into technology corporate sales. So my first job was with a network security company called SonicWall and from there I got recruited into working with Hewlett Packard. Nice. So for 20 odd years I've been working in tech sales. Uh, all different types of facets within sales. There's channel sales management, account management, um, direct sales, all that stuff. So um, after 20 plus years in the industry, I just itched for something new. Yes. And uh, the whole world of podcasting uh, has been fascinating to me. I'm a huge, mm -hmm. huge advocate and fan and listener to begin with. Um, but I saw a real big gap where business branded podcasts could actually make an impact. Mm -hmm. Uh, now that I think we are hitting that threshold uh, where most of the population is listening podcasts right. now, uh, social media is supporting it. I think we're at that right tipping point. Right. The fact we're having a conversation sure. here. Yes, yes. Uh, oh, should be far. a testament. Yeah, right? because I mean we're here right now in your studio. Oh correct? yeah, we're yes. in my studio. <laughs> yeah, he's selling yes. for me. Clearly, I'm yes. a good salesperson. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so, so tell us about the company that you started. Tell us a little bit more about that. Sure, sure. So. Uh, my business partner, Erin Greger, is an, a serial entrepreneur. I like to make fun of her uh, because she's got like eight things going on, but I like to think mm -hmm. we're her core business. Uh, we started Innovation Media Enterprises. And what that is, is we are a business branded uh, podcast consulting company. Mm -hmm. uh, we do focus on businesses uh, to help them, you know, disseminate their value and create a loyal brand awareness through podcasting. That includes everything from strategy consulting, full production mm -hmm. services, as well as marketing for podcasting specifically. Okay. So consider us more like an augmentation to an existing marketing agency mm -hmm. or maybe a marketing department where they just cannot you know, allocate more resources to podcasting. We're like that extra person, gotcha. if you will. Gotcha, so you can handle all of it from beginning from the point that the person sits in the seat, you record marketing, helping them with the distribution, contacts. Yes. Absolutely. Fantastic. Yep. So depending on the level of service that you want, mm -hmm. yeah, we, we will help them find uh, if they want to have a host, hired voiceovers, et cetera, mm -hmm. we will absolutely do that. I mean, it goes full in depth 
depending on the type of podcast format. Okay. Right. Okay. And yes, before they even sit down, there's you still got to talk about strategy and yeah. the business proposition and the value. We help build business cases to create a podcast. Hmm. And, and so we're talking a lot about podcasts. Tell our audience just a little bit about a little bit more about podcasts and what constitutes a podcast in a while. Ah, thank yeah. you for asking because yeah. <laughs> it's a pet peeve of mine. So mm -hmm. uh, to me, there is a very big differentiator of what a podcast is versus a video. Okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, video distribution are different mechanisms from podcasts. So to me, it's the distribution of which that content gets out and disseminated across social media, for example. Mm -hmm. um, so video, you think of something like a YouTube, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but that's one platform. And then you have to physically push it out to other platforms, such as like uh, if you want to create something for LinkedIn videos, right? Or Facebook or Insta or, you know, in these days, mm -hmm. depending on the your focus of your business or yourself, TikTok, because right. now you've got Gen Zs that are 21 year olds now, right? Mm -hmm. um, podcast, you load up that uh, the audio to a hosting platform. That hosting platform then distributes okay. to the pl uh, the players that you're used to listening to, like the iTunes, the Googles, the Spotify's of the world, for example. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that's very different. And then also think about podcast as a easier and faster way to uh, receive entertainment. So if you are driving a car, do you really want someone on YouTube watching a video, correct, correct. right? Yeah. Or quite frankly, you could just listen to a YouTube, uh, absolutely, but yeah. you're streaming it. There's no mm -hmm. download potential or capability, or if it is, MP4s are huge files versus MP3s or a WAV file, which you could download tons of podcasts. Yeah, I was just uh, talking with a buddy of mine yesterday. He's like, oh, Mel, I was checking out your your video, the interview that you did. I was listening to it in a car. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I need to go ahead and get this in a podcast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. you could take existing video content and strip it down to the MP3 file mm -hmm. and then produce a podcast. Now, the only thing is, and that's why I do love about podcasts, because you can remarket, you can mm -hmm. cut it and make snippets of it. And... Um, it gives its leg as far as from a marketing perspective. So there have been clients that have um, produced a podcast a year ago mm -hmm. and are still getting clients brand awareness aware because wow. it's it's got longevity. It's the best bang for your buck from a marketing perspective. Okay. And, and, and so can you tell us a little bit about, so let's say they, you, you've convinced a client, a client says, yes, I want to do a podcast. Yes. What are some of the things that they will need to go do? First and foremost, you need to understand why you're doing a podcast. It is, we call it the why, right? Okay. Who, who is this for? What's your okay. audience and what's, what is your purpose of it? So why are you doing it? Who's it for? What's the intended audience? Mm -hmm. Do you even know who your audience is? Okay, because it is not an ad. I know some people mm -hmm. treat podcasts like ads. It is not an ad, right. okay? So you have to think about this. If you are a speaker and you're talking to a thousand people in a mm -hmm. room, what are you gonna say to them? That's right. how what a podcast should okay. be. And, and and so with that being said, so it's not an infomercial. You're actually providing content that a person can use and or go do something with mm -hmm. versus saying, come buy from us, come buy from us, come buy from us. Exactly. So, I mean, think of it again this way is 
You want to send some value. You want to create mm -hmm. loyalty. You want recognition, and you want to establish credibility. Yeah. But I've been kind of talking about external-facing podcasts. Don't forget that you can apply this internally to train, educate oh. internally okay. just as much as externally. So there's a lot of different applications to podcasts that businesses need to consider. Mm -hmm. And so with that, so what are some additional trends when it comes to podcasts? So you said internal, external, but uh, what about listening habits or styles or? So that's a fun thing is you can have, depending on the format of podcast, there is a huge growth on f fiction and nonfiction storytelling mm -hmm. podcasts. So um, I love this resurgence because I love hearing 40s radios. Mm -hmm. But you could have a branded podcast to say, let's say, um, I'll, I'll, I'm just make GE did uh, their own podcast and it was actually a fictionalized uh, series. Had nothing to do with GEGE, -G -E, right. but but they sponsored it, and because of it, uh, people actually that was like the first of the podcasts that people recognized that oh GE's putting their their hat in the ring yeah. for a podcast. Okay, wow. All right, so so Company X has decided to do podcasts. They figured out their why. Mm -hmm. Now what? So okay, <laughs> so I mean, it, there's again. Let me put it to this way. Yeah. There's a lot of production that mm -hmm. goes into this. When I say production, I'm talking about your pre-production. You have to story art this. You can't just wing it. Even, mm -hmm. if, even if it's interview style, which is pretty straightforward, yeah. you still got to do research and understand who you're talking to, what the topic is, mm -hmm. and what the focus is. Um, that's the easy part. Sitting down here talking is the easy part. Gotcha. Okay? Yeah. Uh, the hard part is the post-production. You want to make sure your sound quality is correct. You want to make sure that the editing for it is not going to be jumpy and, and, and jolting to the ear, for example, mm -hmm. right? And I think that's where a lot of folks misstep is, I'll, maybe I'll just take my cell phone and record, which you could, yeah. but just remember, this is your brand, right? And mm -hmm. this is uh, how you're going to grill cre build credibility for your business. We tend to emphasize mm -hmm. you could do it for on the cheap, but there's a cost for sure. that, right? So sure. you get what you pay for. Yes. Um, the other thing, though, is is the post-marketing. That's probably the biggest gotcha. Mm. So what? I've seen a lot of businesses throw up video podcasts, and then they get upset saying there's no return on investment. Yeah. Well, where's your marketing strategy after the initial post and launch? Mm. How? Because podcasts is about consistency. It's about peop uh, your audience expecting more information from you, whatever it mm -hmm. might be, and that's what builds loyalty and brand awareness. Gotcha. And, and so... Does a person have to release one every week, or can they do one like once a month? Or no, nope. you can have it as, as serialized as you, or you can have it weekly or biweekly. Mm -hmm. I recommend biweekly as the longest separation between. You could do monthly, but really, are you going to build an audience that way? Yeah. Right. So um, you could, uh, if you are not sure about the longevity of your podcasts, then my suggestion mm -hmm. is to do seasons. Okay. That way, it gives you like a toe in the, toe in the water, right? Mm, to say, mm -hmm. okay, I'm going to try 10. And yeah. if it's successful, then you can do it again. But you're also giving your audience an expectation that there's a start and a finish. Gotcha. So they don't think you've, you quit. Okay. So that's yeah, my because recommendation. I've, you know, some of the ones I've listened to, they, they kind of break it up just like that. Like you have season one and you can download 10 of them at one time or, yeah. Right. And again, that's that's also if you're not sure about your budget, that's mm -hmm. what we recommend. Okay. And, and so it sounds like there's a lot of steps to be done in there, right? And so if a person is non-techie. Like me. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! You don't want uh, me touching yeah. the soundboards. Yeah. Uh, what should they do? 
So, like I said, you could produce a podcast uh -huh. very simply. There's free software out there. Mm -hmm. But how much effort do you want to put in? Because yes. your time is your own money as well. Correct. Obviously, for me, selfishly, we do mm -hmm. have services. There are tons of editing uh, post-production podcasts mm -hmm. uh, out there, services out there. Yes. And so, for business professional podcasts, we highly recommend you outsource it. Because your core business, let's say you're a dentist. Mm -hmm. I don't need you to be Mr. Pro or Mrs. Pro yeah. You know, podcaster, I'd like you to be Mrs. Pro Dentist, right? Sure. So n do the math. If it costs more time to produce a podcast, then offload it, mm -hmm. right? And do it right, then yes. offload it. So we highly recommend, even even if you want to record it yourself, then send it off to someone else to edit it and okay. or do the marketing for you. Yes. Okay. So. Fantastic. Fantastic. And so anything else that companies should consider before going into and starting to do their podcast? Uh, the biggest thing is, is understand you need planning. You okay. need to make sure you know what you're doing. Quite frankly, like anything, any project mm -hmm. that you roll out, you need to be able to establish a, a beginning and an end and know the, the storyline that you're going to, to go. Even if it's interview format, you still need to story arc okay. the content because it's easier for the ears to psychologically hear a beginning and an end. Okay. Okay. Um, and the more sophisticated your podcast is, if you decide to do a storytelling podcast, mm -hmm. then that's a lot of pre-planning before anyone sits in front of a mic. True. And True. then, of course, again, it's all about post-marketing. Mm -hmm. It's not just that, hey, I just punted it out there this one day. Why is no one listening to it? This is yeah. a failed project. I don't know if you have heard the statistics, but it used to be humans need to be uh, need to hear something three times in order to remember something. In this mm. di digital age where we're bombarded yeah. with content, 17 times. Wow. Now. So, yeah. So imagine this: 17 times. You need to actually, you know, how do you remarket? Podcasts mm -hmm. are the best solution because you can actually do audiograms. There's different formats to actually mm -hmm. give longer legs to the exact same content. You're just parsing it out. Okay. Okay. Now, I'm going to ask a little bit of a different question since so this series is called Co-Working with Mel. Oh, yeah. And and we actually met here. You conducted a seminar. I think I might have been asking too many questions or talking too much in it. I don't know. But afterwards, we had a conversation. And we were like, hey, you know, I want to have you on the show and so forth. But curious, when it comes to co-working, and we're, and we're at, here at City Central in Dallas, how has being in this facility or this type of facility help you grow your business? Well, I could definitely say it's 100% helped me. So mm -hmm. we actually entered into a partnership with City Central. Okay. We were looking for a studio for our own podcast, Innovation Calling, which focuses on emerging technology and business, mm -hmm. and also our consulting business. We needed a home base outside of our closet. Yes. Probably not the most professional thing. <laughs> so we were looking at spaces, and uh, quite frankly, in our discussions with the City Central team, hey, Mark. Uh, we really liked uh, the story of City Central, and we were we just worked. We just gelled very well together, and we decided mm -hmm. to collaborate. So this podcast studio is actually a collaboration between City Central and Innovation Media wow. Enterprises. So, and we do a lot of events in mm -hmm. our relationship. So we have a monthly Women in Tech Leadership Series that we do downstairs at the North Dallas location, and uh, actually we do lots of events. So just just recently, mm -hmm. we did the business podcast forum. We hosted oh, that, and uh, that went swimmingly well. So, mm -hmm. looks like we're going to do it again. Okay, so. fantastic, fantastic. 
And so one, a uh, couple real quick questions for you. How can people connect with you? Everywhere. Uh, we are on LinkedIn Live. <laughs> you can connect <laughs> with me on LinkedIn for sure. Yes. Uh, at Sia Yasso Tornrat. And also Facebook, Insta, IMS Yasso. Okay. You won't find me. Okay, I might be on Snapchat, but I don't want my login anymore. Yeah. All right. So they look for you on, the, on, on LinkedIn. Yeah. They'll no. start from there. Yes. And, and last question for you. What advice do you have for those business owners out there? Oh, I have so many. But the biggest thing is be brave and get yourself out there. And the fastest way to get yourself out there is through podcasting. It's the most cost-effective marketing tool out there. And uh, be yourself. People want to buy from people they know or work with mm -hmm. people they know. Mm -hmm. So by all means, do it. Okay. Well, again, thank you. Thank you for the advice. Thank you for the information. We appreciate it. And guys, thank you also for watching. Again, continue to subscribe to the channel and, and connect with Sia online. All right? Thanks. <laughs> See ya. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks again, Sia, for taking time to meet with us. Enjoyed our conversation. And again, follow her on LinkedIn and some of the other places that she mentioned. And please subscribe to this channel and also share this content with your friends. Thanks, and I'll see you next week.